The United Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child Chair, Anne-Marie Skelton, says more action is needed to stop the rights of children in the Pacific being violated. Pacific delegates at this week's workshop in Samoa say the abuse is not the Pacific way. Ms. Skelton wants to see more done to overcome the violence. Lydia Lewis has the story. Taloha everyone and welcome to Samoa, to the CRC committee. I am Monica, I am nine years old. Monica wants adults to listen up. I believe that too many times we the children have no voice and are silent about issues that affect us. I believe all children should have an education so they will know more about the world and how to protect the planet. Unity agrees. We can change the world. The climate crisis was front and center, with concerns children across the Pacific are being denied the human right to a clean, healthy and sustainable environment, an issue that's front of mind for young Sammy, one of the child speakers at the event. We children are affected by climate change and children are demanding action and we children must be free from abuse and must be treated equally and all of our rights are equally important. Delegations from Tuvalu, Cook Islands and Federated States of Micronesia presented to the committee. The UN says Pacific states have an obligation to tackle environmental harm and climate change to protect children. After adding environmental rights and climate change to its children's rights convention, something nine-year-old Monica says is a start. The general comment is a start. But you should do more. Action speaks louder than words. The air I breathe is not clean. It's so hot, I can barely breathe. The trees are being cut and animals, birds and insects are losing their homes. When questioned on why Pacific states need to do better when it's big emitters causing the most harm, this is what the committee chair Anne-Marie Skelton had to say. Everyone has a responsibility, but some states have bigger responsibilities than others because they have a bigger carbon footprint, they've got more to answer for, and they have more resources. It really is a call to a new look at international cooperation in which climate finance and loss and damage are properly considered. She says taking responsibility starts with getting on board with change. All the states in the world have ratified the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child except the United States of America, which of course is also a very big emitter. Young Monica has a message for the US and other big polluters. The beautiful flowers and decorations of the world, of the earth are dying. The oceans and seas are rising fast. Soon enough, it will make its way into our homes. So, what will you do if these things happen to us? How will you protect us? The big issue, a justice of the Supreme Court of Samoa says he's seen far too much of, is violence directed at children. Violence against children in the Pacific is at epidemic proportions, in my view. There is far too much of it, and it has been going on for far too long. Judge Vui Clarence Nelson says civil society organisations are beginning to rock the boat, but governments need to make changes, and so does the general public. I can testify to the fact that the number of cases involving violence against children increases every year and that the severity of what adults are doing to children is mind-blowing. It's staggering. I find it sometimes incomprehensible that an adult would do something like this to a baby.
committee chair Anne-Marie Skelton says some states are responsible for not systematically implementing strong anti-violence campaigns and laws. We do need to find preventive mechanisms and ways to change patterns of thinking in the region. She says stopping violence in childhood lessens the chance of them offending as adults. If we want to have non-violent societies, and I haven't met anyone yet that doesn't want to live in a non-violent society, then we must start in childhood. Violence is cyclical. The Tuvalu government official says corporal punishment is rampant there. There's a widespread resistance to children's rights based on customs and traditions of the country. In terms of the laws, we contextualize it to the, the way of living in Tuvalu. With corporal punishment in the home and community, it's widespread and there's a big resistance to change. Crown Counsel at the Office of the Attorney General, Lilitasi Letasi, says children are not able to raise their views in political meetings due to customs and traditions. At this meeting, though, children have the mic. Here's Semi. We children are affected by climate change and children are demanding action and we children must be free from abuse and must be treated equally and all of our rights are equally important. The United Nations Committee on the Rights of the Child continues to call on governments across the Pacific to change the minimum age of criminal responsibility to at least 14 years old, something Tuvalu has not yet achieved. A 10-year-old can be charged there. Judge Vui Clarence Nelson says most Pacific nations have their minimum age set at 10. In Tonga and Papua New Guinea, children as young as 7 can be charged. He says the age 14 is internationally recognised as being more reasonable. There's any amount of science now available and studies that are now available that indicate that in terms of the development of a child's brain, that at that age, it's largely scrambled egg to sort of, you know, put it in colloquial terms. And then there's the issue of child marriage. Another thing Judge Nelson says needs addressing, with calls for the legal age of marriage to be 18 across the board. Raising the age so children like nine-year-old Monica are protected, so they can raise the issues that matter to them. Stop pollution, stop making the plastic, stop climate change. Adults should listen, help and protect the environment for future generations. Issues that won't be fixed overnight, but ones Monica hopes to see improvement on before she's an adult.